Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello and welcome back once again to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And we are happy to be back with you guys. Both of us are back this time. Last episode you heard was me reading to you. Hopefully uh, that was helpful. I was like imagining people just like falling asleep to me reading. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes that's soothing, you know? No, that's true. That's That's nice. It's nice nice. when someone reads to you, for sure. Yeah, it It is nice. Takes you back to childhood. Um, I was speaking of that. I got my first... Like my aunt gave me a book for my um, baby and it's it's a book called like – I don't know if you guys know it. Apparently it's famous. It's like the same person who wrote Curious George and made that book made this mm-hmm. book about this hot dog, like a dachshund because you and I both have dachshunds yeah. and uh, it's called Pretzel and it like – it like, you know, because it has a long body and it just keeps like stretching and getting itself into like all these situations. And I was like, oh, and they got, they got me a stuffed animal version of it too for the baby. And I was like, oh, so cute. Oh, that is so cute. Yeah. I love that so much. I do too. Aww. I'm like really excited to dive into books, uh, children's books eventually. You know what I did for um, Oliver's baby shower? Well, I, it wasn't my idea. It was whoever hosted my baby shower's idea, but it was a good one. What they did was instead of bringing a card, you brought a book and you signed the book. I like you would sign a card. Love that idea. I think I've heard of that, but I totally forgot about that. That is the best idea, literally. Yeah. So, Still and then there's a baby book that Oliver has that's um, how how much I love you or something like that, and everybody in there signed it. Um, a little note to Oliver, which is really cute, and I still read that to him to this day. That's adorable. I love that because it's also like infusing like love and intention into it. It's just so, so sweet. I love that idea. Thanks for sharing that with me. Yeah, of course. Uh, how are you? Your hair is different again. Well, it's just kind of, it's like doing its own thing right now because sometimes when you change it to purple, it changes to green or blue. Yeah. Um, and my hair's a little but, dry, so it's going more towards the green side. But that's kind of the cool part about having hair, colored hair, because as you wash it, it changes and you get to go through many different looks with it. So Yes. Yeah. And people are still stopping me and like, your hair is so cool. I'm like, well, thank you. I, I thank stopped you. you today and was like, I, I, I thought you did it intentionally because it looks so pretty. It's like oh, my favorite color. Um, okay. Let's get into things. We have so many things to talk about. Um, the first of which is that we have an exciting announcement. Um, I teen announcement. Like it, it's, British. It's so exciting. 
Very excited. Oh, that wasn't, that wasn't good. I got to practice more. Okay. <laughs> um, so as you guys know, you probably know Ambrosia and I have been teaching a intuitive course called You're Not Crazy, You're Intuitive. And we're actually almost done our first round of this course, which is crazy. I like cannot believe we have a class today and then one more class after that. And then, and then we're done. Yeah, we're done. Wild stuff. It is. Time flies. But it's been so fun and we've enjoyed teaching this course so much. And so we've always been planning on re-releasing the course again. Um, But our plan this whole time was, okay, we're going to re-release the course, but we're going to put it in a way so that basically this course can be evergreen so that you don't need to wait to, you know, oh, I missed this time, so I'll catch the next time. You can take it whenever you want because you're going to get all the lessons and be able to do it at your own pace. But Mm -hmm. you're still going to get to um, every week come to optional coaching with us on Zoom for support and questions. And you'll get access into our private Facebook community full of other developing intuitives where you can connect and practice readings and practice all the other fun things that we teach you. Mm -hmm. Um, So essentially what we're announcing is that we are – not only relaunching the course, but we are opening up something that we're going to call Super Bloom. And it is an intuitive development membership. It, it's a six-month membership where when you sign up, you get access, full access to the course. You get full access to the Zoom coaching every week for six months or as long as you extend your membership, you can you know re-extend your membership later. Um, the community, the other intuitives, um, and basically all the resources that we have to provide you to be able to help you understand your gifts, understand your intuition, build your intuition, um, connect with others, feel in community, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's amazing. Cause I did, I did like five or six readings this morning and I think at least three of them were like, I believe I have gifts. How can I develop it? And this is just one of those ways that you can develop it is by practicing in community with other people and also finding someone that aligns with you to teach you. So what a better way than, than doing that. Totally. And also to have all of the lessons on demand and we'll give you guys like worksheets and homework and things to do within the course. So you'll really get the full experience and be able to do it at your own pace, which is great because, you know, some people in this course uh, that we are finishing up now, some people are like, oh, I wanted like a little more time to integrate that one, you know, or I wanted to Mm -hmm. practice that one a little more. So it's great because you can decide how long you want to go. Um, and we'll still be there to guide you the whole way. Cause we, you know, we want to, we want to be present with your journey and we want to be there to help answer questions or, or do whatever we can to support. Um, and, oh, Emily, Emily Jacobson said, super bloom. Love that name. <laughs> um, so, so what's special about this though, is that right now we are only opening this up, um, for, full pays. So the price of the course at full pay is $19.99. It's not just the course, it's the membership, right? The six month membership. So it's mm-hmm. $19.99, $1,999. And we have four spots open. Someone already took one. Uh, we have four spots open for this 
full pay option, which is, again, the only way we're letting people in at this moment in time. Um, And if you are one of these four people, we are going to give away free one-hour sessions, um, one-hour coaching sessions, one-on-one, so that we can talk directly to you and figure out like what your goals are with your intuition, give you some steps to get started. Maybe you want to start a business with it. Maybe you just mm-hmm. have no idea where to start. Maybe you just need someone to like hold your hand and walk you through it, whatever it is. Um, you will get a 60-minute session with Ambrosia and myself. So, And we're not going to offer that for anyone else in the course. So if that's something that you're yeah. looking for, uh, definitely make sure you get one of these four spots. Um, we'll put the link to this in our, um, show notes and it's a really, make sure you click on this link and make sure you check this out because the, we set up a really cool page full of testimonials from everyone who's been in our course, uh, full information on the whole membership. It's really cool. Um, and I think you guys will really like it. So yeah, that's it. Yep. I'm pumped. I'm excited too. I'm excited to work with new people and I love, I love teaching and helping people. So you're so good at teaching. Like you really, Ambrosia is such a natural teacher. It's really amazing. It's like, I always forget until I see you just in it. You just are have such a, I don't know. You just have such a presence about you and you're just such a natural teacher. It's just really cool. So well, thank you. That's a very nice compliment. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, okay, cool. So let's move on. I, I like felt like there was something else that we needed to say about retreat? that. Let's talk about the retreat at the end. Okay. We have some more announcements for the end. So, um, okay, let's talk about today's topic, independent women. Um, so we have a private Facebook group called Inner Bloomers, which is where the community really connects with each other. And one of you, Kirsten, um, posted a question there and said they – she would really love if this was an inner bloom topic and we really loved it and it really sparked conversation in the group. So the question was, um, I have a question for the independent women out there. How does it affect your relationships? Um, And this spurred a really big conversation with a lot of different opinions and experiences. And I just thought this was a really relevant topic uh, for us because we have a very female audience um, Mm -hmm. as well as Ambie. I think we've talked about it on here many times, but you and I's story has been so much about this, like in in different ways for each of us. Um, So what comes up for you when that, when that question is asked? So I guess I just want to make sure is the question, how does being independent affect your relationships or how does, okay, just double checking, just double checking. Um, so it's actually, it's always been difficult for me, um, to, how do I say this? It's always been difficult for me to have someone that is not okay with me being as independent as I am Um, because of the fact of um, I have, I like expensive things and I like to go on experiences and travel and do things like that. And so I am aware that I am not like the easiest person to, um, to date. But that being said, this has always been like kind of a sore subject 
in my dating life um, because I feel like there is some sort of nurturing that wants to happen. And I have been told several times in my life with like um, caregivers and things like that, that like you can't trust people. Right. So for me, it's working out the unhealthy aspects of like not depending on someone else, because I think there are healthy ways to depend on someone and unhealthy ways to like push people away. And so just like anybody else, I'm human and I'm working on that too. But yeah, I think that I try to do things. I'm laughing because I'm like thinking of like me trying to install this fucking towel rack that should be a no brainer that I drilled like four holes in my wall and didn't get it and called you called Catherine proceeded to start drinking by myself. Cause I was like, fuck it. And like my girlfriend had to come and like save the day and nothing drives me more crazy than when someone has to come rescue me. Like it pisses me off to no end. So it's very, very hard for me to ask for help. Um, but again, to my own demise sometimes. So it is also nice to have someone uh, take care of you. And I think everybody likes to be taken care of. But for me, um, to answer the question more directly, for me, it's been challenging um, because I am so stubborn and so goal-oriented. And so like, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. And it doesn't really matter what anyone says, it's going to (laughs) happen. And that's been a problem in this relationship as well with you and I. Mm -hmm. So that's my answer. It's very interesting. I just realized that's such a Taurus trait, the stubbornness, like your stubbornness. (laughs) And you're not Taurus and I'm very Taurus and I'm, I'm very stubborn, but I guess in a slightly different way. Like you're stubborn in the way of like when you want to do something and you feel the the, the the urge, like you you want it to happen now. Like there's mm-hmm. no if, – if you have to wait, you feel like somebody is like killing your dreams. Yes. If I have to – that's a really good way to describe it. So if I want – to do anything, whether it's like, I want to go to the movies, something really minute like that, or uh, I want to go to Europe, right? Something bigger that you have to plan for. If that in any way is deterred, I kind of lose my shit because now you're crushing my dreams. You're telling me that it's never going to happen and it's heartbreaking. And, you know, I have a lot of theories about like where this comes from, And the main thing here is that I need to realize impulse control and then like, it's okay that I don't always get what I want because that's a really bratty trait of mine. But I don't even think for you, it's about like getting what you want. It's, I mean, it is about getting what you want, but like, I feel like it's more of like a childhood trauma of, of realizing when you were a kid that if you didn't make it happen yourself, it probably wasn't going to happen, you know? Yeah. And I, I would agree. I mean, not to put, not to uh, put words in your mouth or or like, no, no. I mean, we've talked about this before, like privately, but I, I, you know, not to blame my mother for everything because I love her very, very much, but my mom worked three jobs growing up two three jobs pretty often, like my whole life. And if I wanted something from her, she would pacify me and say yes, but then it never happened. 
And then when I got older and I started working and having my own money, the only like way that I went to prom, the only way I went on trips, the only way I did things like that was because I paid for it myself. So I learned at a pretty young age that you can't depend on other people and that um, if I want something to happen, I'm going to make it happen. And so again, it's benefited me in a a lot of really ways, but now as I get older, it's no longer benefiting me. It's actually causing a lot of controversy in my life, not only in my romantic relationships, but in friendships and, you know, my relationship with my children, I have a very hard time telling them no. And so I tend to just give them what they want, which is not great. And then I also tend to like overly do things for them too, which again, I'm not teaching them independence. So. Yeah. And I mean, I think like what I'm hearing too is like, and this just goes for everything in life. Like, I feel like I say this every day about something different, but it's like, it's all balanced, you know, it's not ever one thing or the other. It's not ever like I should be totally independent or I should be totally dependent. It's, it's actually like we're realizing that first of all, for women, I think women typically should be encouraged to be more independent because it is like bred into us and it is like in our DNA or it's in our evolution and in our ancestry to rely on men typically. Like they're the protectors, they're the providers and we're the baby makers. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why there's just this like crazy trend of women right now who are, you know, following in your footsteps a little bit and they're (laughs) saying, um, and they're like, okay, I, I don't want to be in this marriage, but oh my God, you know, it's, it's a, it's a whole new world to think about not having that, uh, support and it's very liberating, but I think it's also very overwhelming. So I think instilling more independence in women from the earlier on in their life is very important. And I think that's happening. That's definitely happening. And I, I agree with that. And I think for me, uh, what's interesting is that like growing up with a single mom, I saw her struggle so much financially. And so I have equated that my kid came home. I have equated that to you know, if you're a single mom, then you struggle financially, Mm -hmm. like that's, they go hand in hand with each other. And so I feel like that creates a lot of fear for me about finances. But then if you want to add a layer to this, like I remember, because it took me, I was thinking about leaving for years, years. This wasn't like something I woke up one day and was like, Oh, here we go. I'm out. Yeah. It took a long time. And I think a part of that was, um, the fear of being, being alone and the fear of financially not having enough to provide for my kids. Right. Because that's what I grew up with, but the more, cause I've always been independent and the more I became alone, I realized I'll being alone doesn't equate to being lonely. Those are two separate things. Cause you can be lonely in a relationship. And the other aspect of this is, I think that's why a lot of people don't leave. I think that's why a lot of, especially women don't leave unhappy relationships, whether you're married or not, because you 
have this fear around um, you've depended upon this person for so long and now you kind of don't know what to do with yourself, you know, and it takes a really strong person to say, I, I don't care if I do suffer financially, I'm out. Or I don't care if I am lonely, I'm out. And, you know, I mean, I'm just rambling at this point, but no, I think, but I feel like, like, even if you look at the, you look, think of a baby's room, right? Cause you're pregnant and you're creating baby's rooms. So typically this has been my experience that when you have a boy's baby room, it's like, go on adventures and <laughs> see the world and it's explore. And when you have a girl's baby room, it's princess and pink and frilly and comforting and things like that. And it sends the subliminal message that you need to wait for someone to save you or take. And so, yeah, yeah. And, and it's this underlying feeling of for, for women that someone needs to rescue us, or we need to be in a relationship where we need to do this thing and then we'll be happy. And for men, I feel like, and I'm not a man, but I feel like it's explore, sow your wild oats, have fun, do all of those things. And that really creates a lot of, um, uh, for me, it created a lot of feelings of emptiness, a lot of feelings of, well, I should feel happy now because society said that this equation would equal happiness and it does not. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, first of all, I love everything you just said. It's so true. I agree with all of it. And also, it's funny because I was just with my parents who are celebrating their 40th anniversary today. And I was talking about how crazy it is that because they got married in the 80s, right? And that was a time where it was way less common to like wait a long time to get married or like way less common to like live with someone before you got married. You know, like me Mm -hmm. and my husband have lived together basically eight years before we got married. And we've been together eight years in our 20s through 30s before we got married. And I just was like saying, and my parents were like, oh yeah, we only lived together four months before we got married. And I'm like, that's insane. Like that's why, that's what's so crazy is, um, Oh, so that that led us into a conversation about, I was like, I just think that that generation and many generations up until recently were sold this idea of marriage that wasn't really true. It was like Mm -hmm. what you said, like, hey, look, all you got to do is you find the person and then you get married and then everything's great, you know? And it's like, and then everyone gets into it and finds that's far from reality and either bails because they think something's wrong here like we're fighting and like and doesn't mm-hmm. know that like that's part of it or B is like this is terrible and actually I can't do this the rest of my life and like I need to go. Yeah. yeah. So I mean yeah. I was I was talking to my mom. Well, my mom has said this in the past. She didn't say this recently, but she has said to me cuz like I said I was talking about leaving for years and in the past she said to me, well, when you make a decision, you stick with it. And there is no going back on that decision. You just make it work. 
And I remember telling her, like, I'm really unhappy. And again, God bless my mother. Like, I really do love her. I know I talk a lot of shit, but I really do love my mom. Can I confess something very quick about Yeah. <laughs> After the last episode that you talked about her, which was recently, I forget yeah. what you were saying about her, but it was she friended me on Facebook. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. I was like, wait, we were already oh, yeah. friends. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, she, her Facebook she got a whole new account. So okay. I thought, no, no, no. That's I really thought her. that's what happened. I was like, okay, wait, yeah. no, she just has a new account. But I'm like, wait, is she friending me? Cause she's like unhappy. She heard the podcast and she's pissed. And I left her on unaccepted for a while. And every time I see her name, I see more and more people are becoming her, more mutuals are becoming her friend. And I'm just like, I still don't know yet. <laughs> I'm scared she's going to oh, yell no. at me. My sister told me recently that her and my mom listened to the podcast. So I'm like, well, there's a lot of things that I've said about them on this podcast. So it is what it is today. I mean, and I, that's why I'm saying like, I love them. I really do. But the reality of the situation is really bad advice, guys, really bad advice. Yeah. Many years of really bad advice, but yeah. So my mom, like in the past has said to me, um, I've said like, I'm not happy. Right. And her advice was, we'll find something else to make you happy, Mm. you know? And And I think that that's a good point to a degree. Like, are you, are you really unhappy um, depending on someone or being so independent or are you unhappy with yourself? And I think that that's a lot of like soul searching for each person to figure out. Totally. Yeah. Cause sometimes it is like your own thing going on and sometimes it isn't and, and there's something deeper and I think, so like from my perspective, see, I was always very dependent. Like when me and you first started, I was very dependent on my husband. Um, I was going through like a transitional, like I'd always been in, I guess it's weird because I've, personality wise, I've always been independent, personality wise, Mm -hmm. meaning like, well, you do that, but I'm going to go do this, right? Yeah. But if we're talking about like financially or like emotional support, very dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, although like I did start my own business like and was able to like get an office and you know, we were able to do a lot. So I've had a lot of moments of independence, but at the core of things, I was always looking to either my dad or my boyfriend, fiance slash husband mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be there for me and take and like, be help me when things got tough when I just wasn't taking responsibility for things because it felt overwhelming and like not something that like I could deal with aka like finances like I just like couldn't deal with finances until like four years ago or three years ago when me and you decided we were healing that in our lives um and which we did oh I hate that I fucking hate that when I'm like stressed out about money right and someone's like, oh, this is what you could do to fix the situation. I freak the fuck out. Wait, like what? Oh, like, <laughs> like when oh I tell God. you, why don't you just put a, <laughs> like when I, like, like, uh, like, okay. So for example, um, it just, it makes me feel like it makes me feel attacked for some reason. And it makes me feel like, why didn't I come up with that idea? And I just feel very like uh, defensive, which is really crazy because I understand that like you're trying to help me, but it makes me feel almost 
like I'm not smart enough to figure it out. Okay. But like, <laughs> so you're talking like when someone's like, oh, why don't you do this to make money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. I'll never it's give really a funny. suggestion again. No, no, no. <laughs> I just need time to process it to understand like that's not the intention behind it and like really right. come at, from it in a rational way rather than like an emotional way, which is like kind of off the hinges sometimes. I get that. We're it's all kind of learning like, so much about Ambi today. Go ahead. I love it. It's it's great. What our, one of our last episodes, the one where you shared your story, we got so many comments on that of people being like, I listened to this three times. I cried the whole time. Like it was, it was <laughs> more Ambi stories. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, Continue on. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I don't remember exactly what well, we were talking about, like financial and de- financial dependence, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, so then when like, me and you were both like, okay, like we're healing this financial issue that we both have in our own lives. Like mm-hmm. we're getting over this fear of money. Like we've just got to do it. That was like one of the most amazing times because I really had never known what it was like to truly realize I could create my own independence, right? And so it was yeah. like really exciting for me. But I do remember at the same time, there was a lot of like, like, it was like awesome. And it was also a little like scary and uncomfortable, I think for both me and my husband, because it was kind of like, even though he definitely wanted me to like be thriving and be more independent and be happy, which I was at like so much happier. Mm -hmm. I think it also kind of like when you're set in those roles, right? Even if you're Mm -hmm. not the happiest in those roles, when you're set in those roles and then, you know, the person who kind of didn't have the power, didn't have the confidence or didn't have the uh, finances or independence or whatever suddenly gets more, it's a little destabilizing for the other person because yeah. they're like, whoa, 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 what's what's going on here? Like where, what, 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 it's change, you know? And mm-hmm. it's unexpected and now the roles are shifting. And yeah. so I definitely remember a little bit of like weirdness. Like I don't think it was like, I don't think we were getting in fights about it or anything, but I remember just like weird, weird kind of like where, what is this doing vibes? Mm-hmm. And um, I really never thought that me becoming more independent would cause that in my relationship. I only thought it would bring amazing things, but I guess I just bring that up to say, I'm sure there are relationships out there that are, I feel like when you have a relationship that's very codependent, even mm-hmm. if both people are, like I said, very unhappy with the situation and everyone would like more money and everyone would like more support and everyone would like more of these things, when one starts to kind of like rise up, aka become more independent, make more money, blah, 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 whatever, mm-hmm. the other could very well get pissed and hurt and tell you that you're leaving them and tell you that you're they feel left behind and blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like I've seen that dynamic play out quite a bit around me with other people. And I think that is very, like, I was kind of wondering if that's why Kristen was asking this question. Like, that's kind of like where it was coming from of like, what do you do when you want to be independent and you are independent and it really triggers your partner type of thing? I mean, I, I agree with that, but you could also say this is not only independence, this is like, any kind of shift in the relationship. So I remember um, I lost like 70 pounds, 80 pounds. And that was a shift that happened in that relationship too. It was 
oh shit, she's going to leave me because now she's lost all this weight. Right. Right. And so the dynamic shifted there too. Um, Yeah. And, and so that's another aspect of, I think it's fear. I think it's a lot of, um, yeah, when you and I were in that space, I remember there were a few people around me who shall remain nameless, remain nameless, but essentially that were afraid. And because they were afraid, they were acting out in really different, unhealthy ways, you know, like making me feel shame about creating my own wealth and making me feel like, who do I think I am? Like, I'm not deserving of this, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that that goes into this fear of you're going to leave me because now you don't need me anymore. Now there's no, I'm not useful anymore. And in actuality, like you don't need anybody, you know, you, you need yourself. But exactly, I mean, exactly what you just said, that's the key right there, because like that is what a codependent relationship is. It's a relationship that's based on like fear and need of, I need something from you and I'm afraid if you if you leave that I won't have it right so it kind of keeps you guys like stuck together whereas I think I think those relationships I think there are ways for people in those relationships to grow if they both put in the work and grow through it and work through it and grow out of it but I also think sometimes you know when one person is growing and the other really can't and like is refusing to or just like really it's not they're not on the same kind of trajectory then sometimes it can be time to reevaluate those relationships you know what I mean because the truth is you can't hold if you are feeling called to be more powerful and more independent and more free and all of that Mm -hmm. and that triggers your partner to a point where they are getting in the way of you doing that and they don't want to work like they're they don't want to change the way they're reacting like you're going to hold yourself back you know what I mean like what are you going to do like Mm -hmm. we've talked about this idea many times of like how so often the arc nine says this all the time actually they always say they go well why don't you want to you know um like you don't want to you don't want to do this commitment with your family and the person will go, yeah, no, I really don't. And they go, so why don't you tell them that? And they'll be like, well, because I don't want to hurt their feelings. And the Arcdine will be like, so you'd rather hurt your own feelings? Like, that's okay. And I think mm-hmm. it's always really powerful when they say that, like, because it reminds me constantly that that's what we do. We would rather hurt ourselves over and over and over again all the time than hurt someone else for a moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And – And I feel like, you know, that's interesting because I don't think that you go into a codependent relationship understanding, A, that it's codependency and understanding that, like, I don't think it just, you go into that. I think it is created over time. And as we're sitting here talking, it's kind of like unraveling in front of me that that's what my, my marriage became was you know, him relying heavily on me for happiness for, Mm -hmm. for uh, that was the big thing. Right. And it's really interesting because you can't have one person, whether you're, whether it's money, happiness, whatever the case may be, you can't have one person be that 
everything to you. That's not fair to you. That's not fair to them. And that's not really like a healthy relationship. And, but again, it's kind of like chipping away at that person. And as you know, as women, we want to be caregivers. We want to help people. And especially as someone who wants to help other people naturally, I think it's easy to go into that role of, well, if I could just tweak this, then things will get better. If I could just do this, then things will get better. I remember, this is kind of funny. (laughs) I have spent thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars rearranging my house to help the energy in the fucking house be better. You remember this? Yes. (laughs) Flow better. Yeah. Because my ex-husband was so upset when he walked through the door, like there would be nothing that happened. He was just upset to exist. And so I thought, well, if I move this around, if I do this, blah, 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 things will get better. And like, it's exhausting. Yeah. How many ways can I shape shift and transform everything besides everything the thing besides. that's the issue? So then the irony is that when you come over after he left, you're like, the energy is so much better. And I'm like, like oh, fucking A. Like, <laughs> it's so peaceful. I could have saved myself so much money. Yeah, um, yeah but it's, it's, it's funny how you, you tend to lose that independent part of yourself in relationships because you want the relationship to work and you want it to, you want things to be okay, you know? But yeah, sometimes when that person is not supportive and they feel threatened and they feel, you know, fearful of something happening, it's time to evaluate the, the relationship, whether it's a friendship or romantic, that is this person's is this person being around me still in my best interest, whether or not their intentions are good. Like, I don't think Alex's intentions were malicious when he walked through the door, but the fact that like, you can't rely on one person for your happiness. Totally. Everything you said. Yes. And, um, on Facebook, Nike said, feng shui can only go so far. (laughs) So true. Oh, Shira said, um, and by hurting ourselves, we are unintentionally hurting others anyway. Mic drop. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Allison says, at what point do you know it's time to go? That's a good question. I mean, I think that's different for everybody. Not to get into my story again, but like... um, I went to couples therapy from really year three to year 12. So I tried, I, I absolutely tried. And I think he tried too. I don't want to give myself all the credit, but for me, what, when I realized that it wasn't going to work anymore was that I cried when I had to go on vacation with him, that I would rather be outside of the house than in the house with him. And I didn't really, you know, want to be around him. And I feel like for a long time, I was looking for a reason. I feel like for a long time, I wish that he had cheated. I wish that something had happened to where I could justify leaving, you know? And 
maybe the kicker for me was, you know, his mental health. Um, but even then we had separated and, and broken up and gotten back together several, several times before that. So I feel like that for me, when I think about other relationships, there's a certain point in a relationship that I, it's almost like I go out of my body and I just have this experience of like, holy shit, it's over. And we might still be together after that, but I know in my heart, like we're done. Mm. We are done now because there's no going back from that. And so I think it's different in every situation and every relationship for like my major relationship with, with someone that I was with for five years before I met Alex was uh, I slapped him in the face. Yeah. And I remember that moment of, I mean, he deserved it, but it's, 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 no one should be violent. No one should be violent. Yeah, no, and I no. remember that moment of being like, I'm turning into someone I don't want to be. Yeah. This relationship is no longer healthy because, well, it wasn't healthy, but I'm turning into someone I don't want to be regardless of how much I care for him and how much he cares for me. It doesn't matter anymore. And so like you and I were saying this morning privately, was it you or Catherine? It doesn't matter that the, the, you stay in a relationship because you get that good feeling. You stay in a relationship because the pros outweigh the cons, right? Like maybe we don't get along all the time, but I'd rather be with you than be without you. And when that dynamic shifts, again, friendship, working environment, romantic environment, when that dynamic shifts, that it's no longer emotionally beneficial. Like I would, all of the negative things are coming up. You no longer have those positive feelings. You no longer have those positive memories. I think that's when it's time to walk away because you can only go to couples counseling for so long. You can only look at so many bright sides of a person before you say, this is going to suck, but I have to do this. I have to do this for me because I matter more than anything else. Huge mic drop. Yeah, I think the best example of that is, I I don't know if we were talking about that this morning, but I was talking about that with you and Mo when I was in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about how, like, basically, it's always, like, even if something gives you pain, if it still gives you more pleasure than the other thing, yeah. then you're going to do it. And what we were talking right. about was Mo's, um, what was it, gluten allergy? And she, oh, was yeah. like, she was like, yeah, but I still eat gluten because like I, I, it's way more painful for me to think about not having gluten and eating something that's mm-hmm. fake, fake gluten than mm-hmm. the, the actual pain. physical pain I have. Yeah. And she had actual physical pain <laughs> and has it always. Still. Yes. Yeah. She always has it. Like, but, it's- <laughs> but until that pain gets so great that she's like, yeah. okay, no, I'm done. Like, it will still yeah. be that. And so we're always choosing – this sounds terrible, but it's in a way, like, we're always kind of choosing – I don't like saying that. Yeah, the lesser of two evils. Like, we're kind of, like, choosing, like, okay, like, this is the con of this, but it's a less con than this. I don't know. It's terrible. Right. No, yeah. and I, I would agree with that. And I think that, you know, I think that, uh, like, having kids with someone, right – Okay, so the the positive here is that my kids grow up in a two family dynamic or a two parent household 
And the pros here are that like my kids won't suffer, blah, 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 because maybe your idea is that they'll suffer if you're apart, all of these things. But the con is that I cry myself to sleep. The con is that, you know, I'm teaching my children that your happiness comes last. And is that something that I want to teach them? So again, it's, it's the pros and the cons do the cons outweigh the pros. And that's the point that you leave. So like, for me, it was Alex punching a hole through the door and then blaming me for it. Like that's, that's, we're done. We cannot go back to where we were at this point. Right. Totally. And it is like an out-of-body experience. It's like, oh, things have happened now. Maybe that's like an experience of like almost clicking into what your higher self sees, like kind of the broader perspective of things instead of like that very human, like, no, I can't imagine life without this thing. You know, it's like maybe it's just kind of you can see it all clearly. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It is, it is interesting because it doesn't happen in every relationship. There's only been three times where I'm like, nope, this is, it doesn't really matter what happens past this point. I know it's not going to work, you know? But I, but I also think, and, and then we'll, we'll wrap up on this topic, although this has been awesome. I just realized what time it is. Um, I also think though with you, and I've said this to you a million times in the past like couple weeks, I feel like something <laughs> that I know about you is that I know what you're gonna say? That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> well, I think it's 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 a really it's really interesting because it's you really really like to the way you know you, the way you make big decisions is you even if you because you're intuitive, right? You kind of pick yeah. up on things before, but until you have a pretty like in your face experience that is like this settles it, like this is, yeah. this draws the line. It ta- you like to get that. And yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, unless like you're endangering yourself. <laughs> but like I And I, I have. And I have in the past. And 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 again, I think that I appreciate the compliment, but I think that it's like it's this balance of like, I want to do what I want to do right now. And I'm going to wait so long on this that I miss my opportunity, or that like something truly bad happens. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that. I'm very impulsive in a lot of ways, but then also I put up with more shit than I really should. Like I can think about a previous job again, not going to say names. We all know what I'm talking about when I say this, where my boss tried to kiss me and it wasn't until that point that I left. Like how fucking far does this have to go? You know, it has, it didn't just go from zero to that overnight. No, no, years of of sexual harassment, years of inappropriateness. And I was like, that's fine. And until we got to that point, but again, like too afraid to leave, losing too much, making more money than I had ever made at that point. Like I could punch a person in the face at that job and not get fired. So like there was so much there that a customer that like there were so many pros at that time until we got to that point. And then there's no going back. Now, now we have reached the point of no return. Good times. Good times. I love this conversation. This is a great conversation. Um, Sapphire. Oh my God. What an amazing name, Sapphire. Uh, says, thank you for being vulnerable and telling your story. And Shira said, great conversation. So, thanks. Thanks for thanks. participating, guys. And 
Yeah, this was an amazing conversation. Thank you, Kristen, for asking the question. If you guys want us to talk about anything else, please leave it in the group because we love knowing what you guys want to hear about. No, we we uh, we exhaust ourselves on topics sometimes, but we have a lot that we can talk about. So let us know what you want to hear. Um, Ambie, do you want to talk about the retreat real quick and then I'll, I'll go into Patreon? Yeah, so the retreat is all about growing your intuition. And this this is really useful in so many ways. It's not only useful if you want to be a psychic medium, but it's useful with like big decisions in your life. It's useful with feeling like you're not the only one that feels these things. You're not the only one that, um, it can be a very lonely experience to think that you're the only one in your community and your space and in your area, or the only one that you know that's spiritual. And so it's nice to have community. It's nice to be a part of that. And being in person with other people really creates a bond that you don't really get online. Um, we have, we've had lots of retreats in the past and a lot of those people that have come to the retreats are still friends to this day. So years, years later. So it's a really nice experience. Um, it's going to be in Georgia, um, in the Blue Ridge Mountains. We do a lot of things in nature on our retreats. We have a lot of- There's a um, waterfall right outside where we're staying. Literally in yes, the backyard, it's a waterfall. Yes. So very exciting about, or very excited rather about that. Um, and then, you know, we do a lot of different types of, um, like I really want to do, I haven't told you this yet, a water blessing ceremony in the waterfall. So there's a lot of different things that we do. We create a schedule and everything is provided for food. Um, obviously sleeping arrangements, we're all going to stay in this house together. So you get to know us in a really, um, close and personal way. And, uh, not to toot our own horns, but a lot of people are very comforted and surprised to know that when you meet us in real life, we are the same people as we are on the podcast. So <laughs> it's very nice to know. Just a heads up. I thought you were going to say they're else comforted to, to know that we're not intimidating because we're all, we're both only five feet. <laughs> well, we are both only five feet. We are very short people. Yeah. So. Everyone's all everyone's always taller than us, and they're always like, "I thought you'd be taller." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know if they're comforted or disappointed. Yeah, I think they're it's a, little, a little bit of column A, column B. Um, but I want to say we are officially halfway full for our retreat. So we just signed up Yay! two more people in the past week. So um, that means we only have a few spots left technically. So if you've been wanting to come, this is the time. Make sure you go on our website and fill out the little application. Recording and we'll stopped. Oh, and we'll set up um, we'll set up a time to talk. Um, so I want to get to Patreon because there's like just so many Patreon announcements. So um, let me let me sum this up by saying, number one, we are only 17 patrons away from our goal, which is 111 patrons. So um, once we get to 111 patrons, we are going to post our very hilarious slash embarrassing video of us getting Brazilians. You only see our face. You don't see the whole thing, but it's really funny. You don't see our Brazilians. Yeah, you don't see the Brazilian. You just see our screaming, crying, sweating faces. It's funny. Um, so we're getting close to that. Um, we Each month, we have two bonus episodes that we record exclusively for our patrons. One of them is Celebrity Spirit Interview. We did John Lennon this month. Uh, you can still watch that. One of them is a conspiracy theory slash uh, unsolved mystery. 
Everyone voted polling closed yesterday, and the clear winner was what happened to Amelia Earhart. Interesting. I did not think that was going to be the winner, but it was. Yeah. Um, Many, many, many of you voted for that. So just a reminder that we are going to be recording and live streaming that episode this Wednesday. So if you're listening to this when this comes out on Wednesday, it's today, um, April 20th at noon. And I'll post this on Patreon and in the Facebook group. But um, if you want to ask your own question, make sure you tune into the live. Uh, It's noon EST again on April 20th. 420. Um, and if you can't make the live, but have a question, I'll make a post on Patreon and you can like comment with your questions and I can have them there to ask, um, in case we have time. Um, also this Friday at 5 PM EST is our monthly zoom with me and Ambi for our patrons. Um, you can ask, we're turning these into ask us anything. So this is where we can all just get on Zoom and you guys can ask us anything, bring up anything. We're just there to hang and talk and provide help, insight, or just like, I, oh, I can show you guys my mo- my baby bump. Um, it's actually <laughs> finally bumped and uh, it's not going back in. I actually had to cut the elastic on my pants recently. So Why are maternity pants? What's going well, on? No, well, it, I've just been wearing these like casual like jeans that have elastic in them and I was just like I'll just cut the elastic because like I don't they have a drawstring so I don't need the elastic so I'm just saying I'm growing okay Andy I'm growing (laughs) and I'll show you my baby bump if you guys want to see that Um, I'm excited about it so yeah Ambie's actually going to be in town when we do this in Philly at my place because uh, we have our Philadelphia Arc 9 show on Saturday Mm -hmm. And we still have a few tickets left for that. Um, it's going to be a really good group in Philly. Like everyone coming is just awesome. Um, so if you want to join us, that's 6 p.m. Um, it's uh, in basically Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia. Uh, the details are on our website. Go there. Um, for those who are wondering, Conversations with Arc 9 this month is on the 29th. It's the last Friday of the month. Don't forget that... In about a week, we're picking the winner of our Starseed CLT crystal giveaway, which we Ooh, have. Ooh, that is exciting stuff. Yeah, these crystal packages are amazing. They're worth $150 to $200 each. And all you have to do to enter to win is be a patron this month. Um, make sure you're, you sign up if you're not already signed up before the 25th, because that's when we're picking, and we're picking three random winners. So uh, you could get these epic, awesome crystals, and if you want to see them, you go on our Instagram, you can see them, or I'll post pictures again on Patreon. Um, And finally, we are going to thank our newest patrons, because that's something that we're going to do now. So I'm going to be honest with you, I couldn't remember where we left off, so I might repeat somebody's name, um, but probably only repeat like one or two names. So Thank you to Kelsey Gibson, Lauren Ferns, Erica Saldivar, W, Carly Murphy, Veronica Sanchez, Alyssa, Karen Lee, Andrea Geiger, and Shiloh Phillips. Thank you so much for being our patrons and supporting us. We love interacting with you. And uh, yeah, if you want to sign up for Patreon, it's patreon.com slash podcast. Anything else, Ambi? Uh, nope. All right, guys. Oh, you know what? I should mention one more thing. I'm sorry. I'm running a promotion right now until the end of the month. So it's 30% off readings. You use the code SPRING at checkout. SPRING. SPRING has sprung. And Alexa and I both have fake accounts on Instagram and TikTok. Don't trust anyone. We will never reach out to you. 
for a reading. We won't say that we have a message for you. That is not us. People have been asking me about your account now. Yep. Yep. Good times. Be vigilant. We love you. Until next time. Keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Podcast.